That was Sacrament of Wilderness by Nightwish, the fourth track off Nightwish's second album, Oceanborn, and the lead single from that album. You're listening to Tune FM right here on the Geology Hour on 106.9. My name is Ben. I'm joined in the studio by Chelsea up? and Max. Hey, hey. Yeah, so how does he do it? Go I, on. I just, oh, oh look, it, basically you dedicate so much of your memory to remembering statistics and odd facts and really, really minute details of things you're really passionate about that you end up having no room left in your brain for things that actually matter. What an unfortunate superpower. Yeah, it's not the best, but I am proud of it because <laughs> I can recite most any song, well, definitely any song from Nightwish's catalogue and a rather large catalogue of others as well. Yeah, it's really impressive. Thank you. Anyway, you're back on air with the Geology Hour. Uh, it is pretty late at night. It is. Um if you have any song requests that you want us to play next week, you can hit us up on our Facebook page, which is TuneFM 106.9. Or if you happen to know us in real life, you, Tell could, us. Always, you could always just message <laughs> us. Anyway, coming up tonight, I have some news involving the Van Halen brothers. Oh, And the me. band Van Halen itself. Yes. And another band, lesser known band called Tantric. Have you ever heard of them? The name actually does ring a bell, but I can't say I've heard their music before. But I do know the name from somewhere. Max? No. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Anyway. Okay, And, then. of course, the beginning of the long-awaited battle of the bands. Long-awaited of seven days. Long-awaited of seven days and one night of a poll on our Facebook page. Yes. What was the result of the poll, by the way? Uh, it actually doesn't close for another week. Oh, well, how, many, how many people have voted so far? Um, I haven't even checked that. Okay. But because in the interest of being a good host, mm-hmm. I let you pick. Yes. Yeah. That so was kind of you. Isn't that nice? Yes. Anyway, we, we did a little razzle-dazzle off, off air, and uh, we picked the theme boxing completely at random. Yep. Um, and I will be explaining the rules of the boxing. Please do. <laughs> Not now. Okay. But when the segment comes <laughs> up. Anyway, back to knowing us in real life. Yes. Um, I have a, another song request from my brother this week. Oh, thank you for listening to us, Angus. Yeah, once again. Uh, I really, I was genuinely afraid that, that wasn't his name. That would have been really awkward. No, no, no. Angus is his name. You have okay. a great memory. Thank um, you. <laughs> it's Touch, Peel and Stand by Days of the New. You guys heard that song? No. It's got a kind of country vibe. It's really weird. Oh, yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw, indeed. You're listening to Tune FM 106.9 with the Geology Hour. Back after this.
change themselves. Just finished listening to Do You Really Want It by Nothing More. A really great brand, got some awesome bass riffs. They've done transitions, like they've done, uh, like, what was what is the word I'm looking for? Albums. Um, not transitions. Tours. Tours. That is it. I'm pointing over my head at you guys. <laughs> but they've done tours, um, the most recent of which was with Shinedown and Five Finger Death Punch. So they've got the similar vibes. Uh, if you're looking to watch them live, prepare to be very intimidated as the singer doesn't wear a shirt and he is outrageously ripped. Wowzers. I think that's a pretty common theme, mm. actually. Yeah, um, if you got it, flaunt it. Amongst lead yeah. singers. At you, Joachim. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I felt That's actually not how you pronounce it. Is it Joachim? No. How is it? Joachim. Joachim. I'm yeah, sure. Because I watched an episode voice. of Sabaton History and he said, oh. I'm Joachim. Unless it was just an in-joke, I don't know. But No, no, no. I'm sure that's his actual name. Um, anyway. So, um, Pear, give us a line. Tell us how to pronounce it. And I've just called him Pear again. I'm so bad Pear. at that. I am so bad at that. <laughs> Listeners of our interview will know that I butchered his name while talking to the man on several occasions and I felt really but he embarrassed. he took it like him. an absolute champ because he is an absolute champ. He is. Anyway, it's time for archaeology. Where we turn over rocks. Where we turn over rocks. It's a, it's the news segment. The news segment. And you said that, um, oh, you said while you and I were discussing it earlier that you're starting to cool down on the name again. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm going through ups and downs on this name. Every time we say it, I remember that it's not a contraction between archive and geology. No. No. What about something like erosion? Erosion. Nope. Okay. If you have better names for it, please do message us on our Facebook Hidden page. Hidden treasure. Hidden treasure. On our Facebook page, which is TuneFM 106.9. If you have any better names for that segment, otherwise I'm just going to keep calling it archaeology because I like to punish myself. Speaking of punishing <laughs> myself, it's time for the news. So <laughs> it's Van Halen time. Oh, yes. This is intriguing. Intriguing because you don't ever think you're going to say Van Halen's coming back in 2019. <laughs> no, you really don't. Van Halen may be coming back and the popular vote amongst uh, our little trio is, yeah, they are, based oh, on. Absolutely. No based doubt. on sh- purely what I have to say right now. Okay, so Van Halen's possibly coming back. So in an interview, their lead singer, David Lee Roth, said to watch the space because he was meeting with the Van Halen brothers. Um, He said, and I quote, I make no promises, but I make promises, but I don't. I have to publicize now that I'm not talking, which is basically what I can understand the American version of yeah, nah, yeah. Pretty much. That's exactly a good way of putting it. So I would like to just quickly remind our audiences, if you somehow haven't heard of Van Halen, uh, they are an 80s band. They had their very last tour in the US uh, in 2015. So they've been inactive for four years. Mm -hmm. So my first question to you is, what do you make of that quote? Look, I... (sighs) It's such a coy thing to say. It reminds me of in 1996 when Kiss were just about to embark on their reunion tour before they'd even announced it. The front man, oh, not the front man, sorry, the bassist Gene Simmons, uh, the least likable member of that band. But probably the most iconic. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The one with the long tongue for people that might only vaguely The one whose them. son plagiarizes everything. Oh, yikes. Yes. Anyway, continue. Wow. Um, So he was asked, is a reunion tour going to happen? And he coyly sang in a sing-song voice, dreams can come true, it can happen to you. 
I see a lot of that in this statement. I think he's being coy. It's going to happen. Everyone knows it's going to happen, whether it's just a <laughs> whether it's just a comeback. So I don't want to say reunion talks have only been inactive for four years. Yeah. Whether it's another album, whether it's you know a whole new return of the band, I don't know. But I would be incredibly surprised if they did not make another appearance in the public eye in some form. Hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see. Uh, I personally only know them from the great song Jump. Uh, we're talking about yeah. Van Halen now, not Kiss. <laughs> but yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Van I Halen also known for other songs like Hot for Teacher. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is... Uh, so, yeah, I think they're coming back should be interesting how their uh, genre is going to tie into a modern in- modern in- audience. Yes, which really which leads me into my next question, which is uh, with them coming back, do you really think... They've got a very iconic sound, and that sound fits very well in the 80s scene. 80s rock tracks, yes. However, it's 2019, not 1989. Sadly. Sadly. (laughs) Is it, you know, do do they... How do you think a band like that would go in the modern sort of era? To be honest, I really don't... I don't think it's really going to matter that they've got such a a recognisable sound from such a long time ago because on one hand you're going to have old fans uh, as in not like senior fans but old fans people that have known them when they were around people that were you know listen to their old stuff love their old stuff so when they come back the nostalgia train is powerful nostalgia is a very powerful force and I think people will go and see them just to relive their old hits I don't think they need to you know, modernize any of their tracks or try and put modern spins on them because we've seen bands do that before and for the most part I don't really think they hit. I don't really think they sound as good as the original. People mm. know what the originals are like. People loved the originals when they were out. So if you're going to do a comeback show, if you're going to do some shows, do the songs so people remember them, give them what they know and what they love, and you're going to have a huge tour. I don't see the need to to just modify something that's already been a success just because the sound of rock and metal and music in general today is different to what it was 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah, absolutely understandable, Max. Yeah, so even with my case, like most of my music interests are even before my time. And that ties in because my parents listen to them. Yeah. A lot of you know, earlier stuff. So even children of people who listen to Van Halen will find this stuff interesting. It'll, fi- it'll give them a means of like getting back into it, um, maybe even bringing their children along, and that can tie that along. So in the case of, as you were saying, the nostalgia train, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to end. People can jump out and keep making that track, and then they can just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, true. But for a band's long, long longevity, um, is it, you know, in their best interest to sort of grow their audience by sort of catering to a more modern sound? Or, you know, do they rely on that nostalgia factor on, on parents showing their kids that these are the bands that they love? So, you know, Van Halen, I don't know if they're coming back for a, like you said, not really a reunion tour as they've only been inactive for four years. Mm. But is it in their best interest to just make a comeback to it it's just sort of i don't know not cash in on their golden years mm-hmm. uh, or you know is it if they want you know sort of to continue their sound into the future you know is coasting off old tracks sort of the the deal or or coasting on their old sort of sound because we have had bands try and revamp or um you know make experiment with different genres different sort of sound that is risky business though i'm going to say it depends and i'm going to say for a band like van halen that have been around for a while that have built a career on their music and what they sound like 
let's say they do a comeback tour or and then they release an album, do a tour of the album and then do a big farewell tour because you wouldn't say their career is really... You wouldn't say... You'd say they're in the twilight of their career most likely. And the same with Kiss on their farewell tour. You don't want... If you're going to release a new album, you if you're going to release a completely new style, a different new type of music, you're going to alienate your old fans who loved you for what you were and basically you're gambling that you'll attract new people to your product. Mm. And most people are not going to listen to your new stuff because they knew if they didn't like you when you were releasing old music, they're not going to like you changing your stuff now. And but comp- I don't know because I thought that about Justin Bieber. <laughs> well, compare that. Uh, this leads into what I was going to say. Compare that, though, to a band that hasn't been around for decades, that is only been around for a short period of time. Evolving your music can be a career breakthrough, and I the example I think of is Panic at the Disco. Obviously, yes. not not a metal or rock band yeah. by any means. Panic at the Disco started in the late nineties, yeah, late nineties, and their first album was in two thousand and five, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Now, if they had kept their sound to what that album was for the entire fourteen years they've been they've since for the entire fourteen years since that release. Yeah. I don't think they would have been successful. But with each release, they've kept up with what's evolving. They've kept up with what's fresh. They've released albums that are full of tracks that are new, that are updated, that sound polished, and each one sounds better than the last. Their last album, Pray for the Wicked, and the subsequent tour were the most successful album and tour that they've ever had. Absolutely. Now, compare that to someone like Van Halen. If they come back with their... If they do it, if they release a new album that, say you know blues rock or country rock or something then i don't think it's going to be a hit i think if you've been around for as long as van halen has stick to what you know dance with what brung you and you're only going to have success absolutely this stage in a career like that there's too much to risk by trying something new when it's not needed i agree with that max yeah yeah they've already gotten their fame they've lived their lives as stars i think it's uh i think it's yeah they're gonna just write it out finish up on a high note Play that, play that sweet old music. Plus, if you write Absolutely. a new album and do a tour, people aren't going to want to hear nine of your new nine tracks Worked on that set ACDC. list. Beg your pardon. Worked for ACDC. Well, see, but then when their last two albums were released, Black Ice and Rock or Bust, mm. the tours had some of those songs on, but they ver- they weren't dominated. No, true. What I'm thinking, what true. I'm talking about, is bands that will release an album and eight to ten songs on that on the set list for the tour will be that new album when. Yeah. 80% of the fans Cold know your old stuff. the same thing. Exactly. They want your old stuff. They want to listen to your old stuff. Give them what they like. Absolutely. Anyway, and then quickly, our second bit of news is that uh, Tantric, so it's a band that you may not have heard of. Nope. Um, while I was searching for our Battle of the Bands segment, which is coming up next, um, I found a band called Tantric. And Tantric's album Mercury Renegade just got released in October 5th. And they're currently on tour in the States from June 20th to October 20th. So starting really soon. Good luck to you guys. Anyway, they appeared at Mudfest, which just wrapped up. And just quickly on that, how does the metal scene sort of survive in Australia? With We've got no rock, no metal sort of big big shows like um, Rocktoberfest and all stuff, all those sorts of things. We're only really known for Splendor in the Grass and Groove in the Moon. And they, they're not the same. No. And I think... It's a, it's, just, it's a really big shame when you think of rock and metal artists. Most of them have realised that the cost of coming to Australia to play three or four shows because... We miss you, Bob. 
<laughs> because most <laughs> most bands, especially rock and metal, will do an East Coast tour of Australia. They'll yeah. forget Perth, forget Adelaide, forget Hobart, forget Darwin. They'll do Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, then coast off to New Zealand, do a few shows there, and they've done the entire Oceanic region in a week, which is a shame. But I understand why it happens, because yep. it is extremely expensive to play here. Mm-hmm. We are the fifth biggest country in the world in terms of landmass. We yep. are so far away from the rest of the world. Even, for example, Alice Cooper's announced his next tour starting um, this year and he's not coming to Australia because it's just not worth it anymore. And it's heartbreaking. I think if we had a big festival, something on the scale of Wacken, something on the scale of Mudfest, of Coachella, but dedicated to rock and metal, I think it would be a lot more cost effective for bands to come out here when they can share revenue. They don't have to be burdened with the entire costs of everything themselves. Play a show every year. I think it's a lot better for them and a lot more efficient for them to do that rather than forking out the money to come over here every three or four years when they release an album absolutely and if someone does want to start that rock and metal festival please bring sabaton please bring nightwish (laughs) please bring power wolf please bring all those niche artists that aren't quite big enough to come over and play at sold out stadiums the the rock and metal artists that when they come to australia they can play at 2000 capacity theaters and they they would be the ones that benefit most from a festival because the headline acts at festivals they're not the ones that get the most out of it when Alice Cooper headlines Wacken, when ACDC, for example, if they host, if they headline Coachella, somehow, <laughs> um, they're not the ones that are benefiting. The ones that get the most out of festivals are the small to medium artists that get more exposure, that get more fans, and that can build on their audience from playing to 80,000 people at a festival. Absolutely. Closing thoughts? Yeah, yeah no, I agree with that. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you said that, but like a lot of the smaller bands that you just don't see them come to Australia at all. No way. It's always the big, big, big bands, big headlines all come in and they're only in certain areas as well. Yep. Like they only focus yeah. on certain areas of Australia like with the East Coast and things like that. Occasionally they might come to different areas, but that's, that's what you see. Yeah, it is quite sad. So kind of continuing with our running gag of having a very famous song that is not at all metal and then trans- <laughs> transforming it into a metal song. I have a song from Tantric and it is Fleetwood Mac's The Chain, which is one of my faves. So that's coming up next for you. You are listening to the Geology Hour and we'll see you after this.
You're listening to Chin FM right here on 106.9. That was the Geology Hour, and that was my song this week, Super Overdrive by Billy Idol, the title track, excuse me, not the title track, the first track off his 2005 album, Devil's Playground. There you go. Yeah. Um, wow. Written by Billy Idol, obviously. Um, that was after he sort of split with his band and went on a solo career. Um, his second to last currently released album, unfortunately, so... Aww. Yeah, I miss Billy. I miss his. I miss him being in the public eye. That's all right. But anyway, it's time for the long-awaited Battle that of the Bands. Very dismissive. Yeah, that's right. Battle of the Bands time. <laughs> yeah, uh, we miss you, Billy Idol. But also, it's Battle of the Bands time, and oh, I've yeah. been excited about this for yonks. Anyway, so as I mentioned in the intro, off air, <coughs> I made Ben pick a random number. I'm going to make him do it again at the end of this segment. Well, in the outro, I will. Um, and this week we picked boxing. So the way that this is going to work is that we all have to find a band either that has something to do with boxing or a song that they've written that has something to do with boxing. Somehow we've got to relate it back to the, to- to the topic. But this is how we find the new bands. The song that we play doesn't have to have anything to do with boxing. Yes. <laughs> so in this segment, you will have to introduce your band... Tell us how it relates to boxing and why it's cool. Do we all understand the rules? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okie, okie dokester. So uh, boxing, that ties in, like, you know, any kind of fighting? Fisticuffs? Yeah. Any, any, any sort of fisticuffs. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Are we, are we clear with the rules? Yes. Audience, I hope you're clear with the w- rules. If you want to play, I will be your voice. Um, if you want to submit a band or a song that relates to the topic that we will let you know in the outro. Anyway, I'm going last. Okay. Because I reserve that right. Yep. You two, which one of you guys is going to go first? I'll go first. Okay. The reason I'm going to go first is because I unfortunately misunderstood the rules. (laughs) I thought it only had to vaguely relate to the theme. It really does vaguely have to relate to the theme. The reason I picked my band is because... Is because the theme was boxing, and my first thought was, if I was a boxer or a professional wrestler, I am a sort of a bit of a fan of professional wrestling, what would I want my entrance music to be? And unfortunately, that was Nightwish, and I'm not doing Nightwish for boxing. I oh, that's, that. this, that's crazy, because yours is going to crazy tie into my reasoning for picking mine. But um, continue. And so I thought, okay, who would I want to face in a boxing match that's in a band? 
And my answer that I thought to myself was Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> so he wouldn't even know he's there. <laughs> I yeah, I could because it would be an easy win for me. I would be he'd be too busy biting the heads off bats. I uh, have gone with Black Sabbath. Now whether or not any of their songs relate to boxing, I don't know. Whether or not the band's ever had anything to do with boxing, I don't know. Well, that's fine. You know what? I'm changing the rules. You just have to relate it vaguely to the topic. Okay, well, there we go. That's what I've done. I've picked Black Sabbath because I want to fight Ozzy Osbourne. Let's just take that quote out of context. All right, now why is your band cool? (laughs) My band is amazing because over the last 50 years, they essentially pioneered the heavy metal genre. They are considered one of the first, if not the first bands, to really bring heavy metal into the forefront. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, obviously, is the lead singer. The band has been together for... I'd say, yeah, 50 years throughout history, but they've obviously had periods of inactivity and hiatuses and whatnot. They recently did their The End tour, where they did their final tour as a band. They released over 15 albums. They have released countless live albums, countless music videos, and count- and they've gone gold and platinum several times. Uh, the only criticism I can think of them is that they didn't quite know when to call it quits. Yeah, fair. Oh, fair. fair enough. <laughs> All right. Ding, ding, new contender. All right, all right. Stepping into the ring is uh, it does tie to fighting, wrestling, and wrestling rings. I do not want to fight one of the subjects of this, though. I will die. Uh, so my band, Gobsmack, God's, Gobsmack, I am Gobsmack, but I got that incorrect. Godsmack, I stand alone. So two things. Well, there's actually three types of people at the moment who would have been hearing that. You've got the people who are like, oh, yes, that song. And then you've got the people who know that it is from the cult classic that is... Uh, Scorpion King? Scorpion King. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that beautiful, beautiful film. Why do you like that movie, Max? Because it has got D. Wayne Johnson in it. The Rock. One the Rock, only. which is geology. It's funny. There you go. Oh, I see. Yes. I didn't actually genuinely get it until you pointed that out. Yes. Well played. Go. Yeah. And uh, just before I jump back into that f- glorious film is uh, then the third type of person who is particularly my favourite, if you can. Anyone who remembers it from the game uh, Prince of Persia? <laughs> nice. nice. Warrior Within, Prince of Persia. If any of you guys remember it from that, then, yeah, 10 out of 10 for you. You get a gold star personally from me. But tying it back to wrestling and fighting, as we all know, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, The Man, The Legend, he starred in that film. Great film. He was a fighter. I wouldn't want to fight him. If I was wrestling... Why would I not have that as my walk-in theme song? It would go great with my little... What song know, is it, by the way? I Stand Alone. Nice. <laughs> what? Oh, so I've got that, yeah, I'll go into the ring, step in there, all dramatic, got that song set up, everyone thinks I'm coming out with the Egyptian theme, bam, luchador. Throw them right off their game, straight from the get-go. Awesome. Why is your band awesome? My band is awesome because they did that song. (laughs) 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 I thought that movie was the bee's knees when I was younger, and that in turn has become the the offshooted bee's ankles (laughs) as a result. (laughs) Understandable. Radio. And my pick this week, because I was all about trying to culture people into finding new bands, and (laughs) we cheated. You guys cheated. Not really, though. I picked Danko Jones. Do you guys know what that is? No. Danko Jones is a rock trio, and I found this particular song that I'm going to play for you, which is Gonna Be a Fight, not only because it's got the word fight in it and boxing is fighting, 
but because it is the WWE theme <laughs> for WrestleMania this year. Oh, gotcha, WWE gotcha. WWE Network. Gotcha. <laughs> and I love WWE, and that's not even that's not even a lie. I actually do genuinely love WWE. Mm, I love acting as well. So, <laughs> Gonna Be a Fight uh, is a dopamine song, and you're about to hear it, so you will know for a fact that it is a dopamine song. Um, it really needs no intro, but reasons why my band is awesome, not only because not only do they have a standalone career, they're also got dank in their name, <laughs> which is understandable. pretty awesome. So, that's that. It, we're about to play one song from each of these and you can vote on our facebook page which is chin fm 106.9 and tell us which one is the actual best so we're going to have danko jones up first which is why i went last it's going to be going to be a fight then we're going to black sabbath with benny heaven and hell heaven and hell and then god smack gobsmacked gobsmack with i stand alone Absolutely. This is the Geology Hour. It's time for Battle of the Bands. Let us know which one of these is the best. And I already know it's Danko Jones. So maybe we'll... It's a goat. It's a goat. But it is a vote for Dwayne Johnson. My voice. Oy vey. It's all good. All right. Going to be a fight by Danko Jones, then Black Sabbath, then Godsmack. Cast your votes on Tune FM 106.9. This is the Geology Hour.
That was Godsmack, I Stand Alone. You're listening to Chin FM's Geology Hour, and that was the first installment of the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. So before that, we had Heaven and Hell, the fourth track of the ninth album by uh, Black Sabbath, released yep. in 1980. And before that was... Gonna Be a Fight. There you go. By Danko Jones. Just because you had to be the one to say it. Definitely. And... Out of the three, it was probably the best. Okay, well, we'll leave that up to our audience because Black Sabbath versus Godsmack versus Danko Jones. Yeah. Mine has Dwayne Jones. Mine has Dank. Mine's been around for 50 years. Mine was in the WWE. Dwayne Johnson was in... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Dwayne Johnson wasn't in the... But was Godsmack in the WWE? Uh, In spirit, okay? I'm sure (laughs) in spirit that they were there with him. They have been there throughout his adventure of becoming the Scorpion King. And then in his wrestling career. Can we imagine for a moment how wonderful it would be if if, um, Ozzy Osbourne or Tony Iommi became professional wrestlers? (laughs) What a train wreck. It would be very scary. I would pay to see that because the referee's job primarily would be making sure that they stay in the little barrier and don't accidentally walk out. (laughs) Horrifying. Anyway, unfortunately, that is the end of the show this week. That's upsetting. I'm upset. Anyway, just to review... We had Van Halen and Tantric in the news with their possible reunion and congratulations on their album and their tour. To which of those, the band, which band does that bit of news link into? I guess you'll have to listen to the show again when it comes out on a podcast, which is on our Transistor FM account. So follow our Facebook page for that. Anyway, and with Battle of the Bands, this week's theme was boxing. Uh, Why don't you talk about it while I think of a new theme? Well, while Chelsea thinks of her new theme because she's not prepared in the slightest, um, that's a slide against her that is very much unjustified. My apologies, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, um, it's not like I plan the whole show. Oh, are we going to see some boxing now? <laughs> well, am I going to see some boxing? In ben life? versus Chelsea, one-on-one, fight. Um, yeah. I'd lose in the first round. Like your prediction <laughs> from last week, it was these two hosts hate each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so, no, uh, we've enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, doing the research and picking a band, although I wish I could have related a bit more to the theme of boxing. I think that kind of fit. My reasoning for I just want to fight Ozzy Osbourne in a boxing match or a professional wrestling match. It is understandable. Uh, it would be a sight to see. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you did, let us know on Facebook. Uh, interact with the posts. Um, if you, because I know a lot of you saw our poll, if you could vote in it, that would be appreciated. Even if you don't know what you're voting for, because every vote counts. In the last, uh, since <laughs> yeah. the poll was up, we've had a grand total of one vote. That was me. That's so fine. It's fine. Anyway, pick a number, Ben. Mm-hmm. Between one and eight. Nine. I'm <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help it. Okay, uh, between one and eight, I believe I picked seven last time. You did. So I'm going to go with. The amount of albums that Nightwish have released in their career, and that is eight. Eight. The theme for next week Uh will be pilots. Pilots. So if someone in the audience has a band that they'd like to relate to pilots, let me know. Message our Facebook page, TuneFM 106.9, or if you happen to know me in real life, come up and scream in my face, and I will be your voice because as much as I love debating and having great reasoning like it's in the wwe i really feel like i should leave the fighting to the men 
<laughs> okay, well, on an interesting topic of piloting, Sabaton's song "The Red Baron" has come out quite recently. So, well, what do you know? Do that was that my lead-out song. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> spoilers, but <laughs> so Chelsea, what's the lead-out song that you well, picked this week? <laughs> normally, I would pick Powerwolf, as as regular listeners of the show will know, because it's my favourite. But Sabaton released another track. Off of their the great the Great War album, which is coming out in July, July nineteenth, absolutely, and it is the Red Baron. So I'm gonna play that for you now. The sixth track from the album, in fact. Yes, and I've said it once. I've said it a hundred di- times. Buy the history edition. Oh yes, mm. we unfo- this unfortunately does not come with the history edition. The track that was released, rather, is not the history edition of the track. No, that would be weird for me to play that on air. Yes. Yeah, just buy them both. But yeah, buy them both. Why not? Anyway, that is... Yes. In fact, that's a call to every Australian fan of Sabaton. Buy both editions so they can justify yeah, coming yeah. over here. Yeah, the more attention that they get, they're going to come here. Buy All it right. on vinyl. Buy it on CD. Buy it on iTunes. Buy it on whatever the equivalent of iTunes is on Android. Buy it on everything you can and get them, and they will be able to come over here if you want them over here make the effort here we go secret plot of us a small university radio station yes all right this will be the red baron unfortunately that is geology for this week i've been chelsea my name is ben i'm max and this is the red baron see you next week Come on.